about nothing nation let me get your attention before i let this episode finish and tell you all about what occasion what occasion is a travel agency slash party planning committee owned by my cousin my family tamara now you can go follow what occasion on instagram at what occasion all one word if you have plans on planning on a birthday party for your 21st, a King Sierra, or you want to take a trip to the Bahamas, make sure you go with what occasion. Because no matter what the occasion, go with what occasion. Yep, same podcast, new episode, same host. Uh, welcome back. I'd like to thank you all for tuning in. But if this is your first episode, you know what I'm saying? I'd like to welcome you to a new, your, your first episode. Maybe this is your first, maybe you've listened to other episodes before. I don't know, but welcome to a podcast about nothing. I am your host, The Apex. Um, <clears throat> there's a couple things I'm going to talk about. I'm going to talk about childhood obesity. Don't worry, This this first of all, this is one of those podcasts that's like Dr. Phil, or that's like, you know what I'm saying? Like something like that. This ain't that. This is this is not that. This isn't a podcast like that. Uh but regardless of the fact I'm gonna talk about childhood obesity. I think y'all know why. I think y'all know why I'm gonna touch on it. Uh it's been like this it's, it's been going on, on Instagram really, because it's been on Instagram live, but it's if y'all hear barking in the back, that's my dog. Um, this isn't is it on? Well, I've I've seen it on Twitter, but it's been going on on Instagram. Anyway, um, yeah, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna talk about that little TJ kid. I'm gonna talk about Takashi. I'm gonna talk about um, I think I'm gonna talk about friendships too. It's gonna be a packed, loaded episode, really. Uh, shout out to Old Cedar Brand. Shout out to Lake Chosis Hot Sauce. Shout out to Water Cajun. Make sure y'all go follow them on Instagram. Go follow Old Cedar Brand. All one word. Lake Chosis Hot Sauce. All one word. Water Cajun. All one word. Make sure y'all go follow them. Uh, Old Cedar Brand sells some of the best, most high fashion uh, dress shoes. And leather backpacks, leather dress shoes, and all that is real. Is they're dope. Simply put, just like you no know saying, just to put it simply. Uh, so shout out to them. Make sure y'all go follow them on Instagram. Make sure you go hit up their Kickstarter uh, at Osito Brand. Make sure you go shop at www.lechosashotsauce.com. L e c h o s a s hotsauce.com at Lechosis Hot Sauce, all one word, on Instagram. And make sure you go follow uh, What Occasion if you're trying to plan a trip, cruise, birthday party, a night out with the fellas, night out with night out with your, your friends, your ladies, girls' night, guys' night, couples' trip, birthday party, bar mitzvah, wedding reception, wedding, all that. Make sure you go follow What Occasion. No matter what the occasion, go with what occasion. Uh, yeah. So we talking TJ. We talking friendships. We talking. We talking. Uh, Toyota '69. Is that it? I, that that could be. I might. I might think about something else. Uh, 
buying in, but I don't know, man. I don't know. We're going we to we get into it, though. We're going to get into it. I was in the middle of watching the Joe Budden podcast, and that made me think, like, dog. Yeah, there's some things I'm gonna talk about, and that's the that and that's the. Let's get to it. Let's just go. Let's just go, man. Let's just go. All right. So, this has been something that's been that's been kind of like you know what I'm saying, kind of wild to me. This has been kind of wild for me. This little TJ, L I L T J A Y. Why did you spell out the word J? I don't know. But that's how it's. Anyway, anyway. Little TJ. Um, is this kid? He looks to be about four years old. Definitely not five. But he could be about four. Because I'm thinking about my kid and watching him on watching him on Twitter and I'm just looking at his behavior. And he could be about four going on five. Yeah. He could be closer to five than he is to being four. Like being a four year old, so I I haven't seen his mom. I don't know what his mom looks like. I'm not sure. I don't even know this kid's condition because when I first saw it, I saw it as a meme. So he's this really, really, really heavy child, really heavy, like. At four years old, I think the healthy weight for a four-year-old is like the 30-pound range. Maybe not even 30. Oh, yeah. Yeah, about 30. Like the 30-pound range. 30 to 35. Probably like from 28 to 35, I think is a healthy range for a four-year-old. About to be five. 28 to 35. I think that's the healthy I think that's the healthy range right there. I don't know. I didn't look anything up. I'm just going off of how much my kid weighs. My kid weighs like 32 pounds or something like that. And he's three, about to be four. But then he's also taller than your average three-year-old. He's, I think they're saying like, he's at, he's at the height that you should be when you're about five. My son is. Like when you're about five years old, he's about that height. Like, he's the average height for a five-year-old, he's three. So, I don't I don't know what the healthy... I'm just going over what my kid weighs. My kid weighs 32, but he doesn't look like it. He looks like he's skin and bones almost, but that's just because he's real long. Like, he's a, he's a tall kid. He's going to be like... The doc said he's going to be like 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, that's what the doctor said. But anyway, so I think that... 32, but this kid who's four, he got to be four going on five. He has to be because I'm I'm listening to the way he speaks and the way he enunciates. 
and the way he pronounces his words. So I'm like, okay. He sounds like he's about four going on five. That's what he sounds like. Like, it sounds like he's about to start start going to school, like, for, like, all day type thing. Um, so I don't know what the healthy weight is, but he looks shorter than my kid. And, um, he looks like he weighs. Now, I'm also putting into account that he is shorter than my kid. So how much he weighs. Like, he probably doesn't weigh as much as I think because he's really short. So he may not weigh as much as I think, but he definitely weighs more than he should for his age and for his height. He looks like he weighs about 80 pounds, give or take. He's four, and he's shorter than my three-year-old. He's four five. And he weighs, and he's shorter than my three-year-old. He looks like he weighs about 80, maybe 85. I'm not going to say 100, but I'm not going to lie to y'all. I wouldn't be shocked if he if he's at the 100 mark. I wouldn't be shocked by that. Um. Now, now he's bald-headed, like clean, like clean ball. So, I think the uh, initial response that people had was, oh, he probably has some type of terminal cancer, and his mom is probably just trying to give him all of these delicacies because he may not have long left. So, that's what everyone was thinking. And that's what I was thinking. And even... With me thinking that, I'm like, I'm not sure if I would still let my son just eat anything. But I can understand, you know, you don't want to tell him no because you don't know when his last days will be here or whatever. So the very first time I saw this, saw him was actually on a meme that someone put together from an Instagram live video of him. It was the 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 caption was um, when your girl has an attitude, and then it was him saying, "Where we about to? Where, where we going to eat at?" Ha 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 ha! Laughs because you know women get angry. That means they're hungry. So, and then he also said it with like an attitude and everything like that. Where we going to eat at? And it, it was just like, ha ha ha. Okay, I get it. You know this kid, he's cute and really really big but he's sick so i i don't know trying to find some lightheartedness to it so i watched that same instagram live because it was posted all over twitter i don't know why it seems like what's today friday three days ago i didn't know who this kid was i didn't even know he existed three days ago so then, I see now, well, not now, but yesterday I watched, um, like, a eight-minute clip of that same Instagram Live when he said, uh, where are we going to eat at? And he's eating 
You know the chicken. They went to Mickey D's. You know the 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 chicken tenders, not the nuggets, but the chicken tenders. There's like three or five of them or whatever. He ate the whole joint of that, and he ate a chicken sandwich, a met chicken sandwich, and drank a Sprite. I'm like, I'm speculating. I'm like, okay, I, I get it. You know, he probably is some type of illness or whatever, right? But still. And, and, and he had fries. I'm like, no child should be able to eat this much. Because even for me, even for me, I would be like, I, I would be, I'm good after the chicken tenders and the fries. I'm good after that. Take it down with a Sprite, especially McDonald's Sprite. Yeah, I'm good with that. Dog, drinking McDonald's Sprite is like swallowing glass. Like, it, anyway, after drinking the Sprite, I'm like, oh, I'm straight. I'm good. I don't need anything else after that. But then he starts to unwrap the chicken sandwich like, Ma, they didn't put enough mayo on here. And he doesn't act like a spoiled brat or nothing like that. He doesn't act like that. Um, um, I don't know if his dad is in the picture or not. I don't know. Anyway, so he's scoffing down the sandwich. And I'm like, and then you got people in the comments like, oh, he's so cute. And I'm like, okay, Apex, you know what? He could be sick. Because him being completely bald, when you see someone just completely bald like that, you kind of assume that, you know, maybe they have cancer or whatever, unless they have, like, facial hair, then, you know. But usually if someone is just completely bald, especially at a at a, a four-year-old, it's like, all right, you know what I'm saying? But... On the next Instagram live, she was like, stop saying my son has cancer. He doesn't have cancer. Now, a whole new, and like, on that Instagram live video, he was eating like a McGriddle, hash browns. He was drinking a dark soda with it. And I think he had an apple pie. And now, when she said, Stop saying my son has cancer. He doesn't have cancer. I'm like, oh, no. See, now, now we're at a whole different, this is something else now. Now, I'm like, we should not be being, we should not get entertained. We should not be entertained by this. This kid is going to have a heart attack before he's 10. I don't now just because he doesn't have cancer doesn't mean it's, there's nothing else. But then again, there could be nothing wrong with this kid besides the fact he has childhood obesity. Like besides that, that that could be it. Like he doesn't look he doesn't look mobile at all. Is it mobile or mobile? I think it's mobile. He doesn't look mobile at all. Like he like he looks like he he may struggle getting around, like walking. And I'm just like, not to take that one on the kid, because he's four or five. 
But now I'm like, is the mom letting him do this for likes and shares and clout? Is that what this is about? That's a bar, and I didn't mean that. But is that what she's doing this for? For clout? Now you got this five-year-old kid scoffing down McDonald's and being sassy on camera. You're you're doing this for likes. You're doing this in hopes that he'll be so cute and so adorable that he'll be on TV shows and he can show off his sassiness and all that. Is that what this is about? You you trying to get a check off of your son's childhood obesity that you made that way? What happened to that other fat kid? Little Torio, Torio, Turbo, whatever that little kid name was. I think it's uh, Torio. What happened to him? See, what happened to him was he got older. And it stopped being cute. It started being sad. Like, fam, you're like 12 years old. Do something with your life. Get like get your stuff together, dog. Get yourself together. Like, what is you doing? I don't know, man. So then I said on Twitter, like, we shouldn't be entertained by this. And then when she came out and said he doesn't have cancer, that's when I was like, are we witnessing child abuse? I, now I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe it's not. I don't know. But the fact that this kid possibly weighs 85 pounds at four or five years old and he's standing at a solid three feet tall, that's an issue. I don't know. And then I, I and the people on Twitter, at least, I. I haven't looked him up on Instagram, so I don't know what other people are saying on Instagram. I feel like that's two different crowds, Twitter and Instagram, and Facebook, to be honest. Three different crowds right there. Uh, but So I don't know what the crowd is saying on Instagram, but on Twitter, at least, people are like, it, it's, it's really split. But the thing is, the split comes from age difference. I feel like those in their mid-20s and early-20s and teenagers find this so adorable. They find it so funny. <laughs> you seen the look he gave you when you called McDonald's bull crap? He looked like he was about to attack you, girl. But those of us in our late 20s, like 27 up, are like, fam, you say he doesn't have cancer. So what is this for then? Because we, I feel like we me included, we're giving her a bit a bit of a pass because we thought he had cancer. So it was like, all right, you know, I have a child myself and you know, even when my kid has a cold or he's running a high a high temperature and he just wants to lay on me all day, sometimes I don't be wanting him to, but it's like I don't want to tell him no because you know, he just wants to be comfortable, and I want him to be comfortable. So, 
here we were thinking that, you know, possibly he has a terminal illness. So you don't want him to tell him no because you just want him to be comfortable. I get it. But when you came out and got mad at us, stop saying my son has cancer. Granted, you should be upset that your kid doesn't have cancer and people are saying he has cancer. That should upset you. But now you've opened up a whole different door to a whole different room. What are you doing this for? Why are you feeding him that then? Why? Like, what is this about? Like, wh- wh- what are we doing here? Why Why are you feeding them all this trash? I don't know their Instagram name. I don't know. But I saw people calling him Little TJ. L-I-L-T-J-A-Y. That's what I saw people calling him. Maybe y'all are can look it up on Instagram. I'm not, because I don't really, after I make this episode, I'm not going to, I'm not going to be, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to care about this issue anymore. And I'm not going to look on his Instagram account or whatever. But, like, what what are you doing here? What, what's the point in him getting this big? Feeding him all this garbage on Instagram Live. Like, I don't, what is it for? Like, what, what what's your angle here? It doesn't make sense. Like, that doesn't make a lick of sense. At, like, I, I don't get it. Like, what is, what are you doing this for? Like, I don't know. Like, I, I she's just doing it for clout. You're risking your son's health for some clicks and some likes and some clout. That's why I feel like, are we witnessing child abuse? Because she's purposely endangering her child's life for monetary gain. And it may not even be monetary gain. It's just for for pure popularity on social media. I didn't I, I don't know what the mom looks like. Now there's a part of me that I want to go to the Instagram account just to see what she looks like. She sounds young, but she's black. So that doesn't help. I mean, she can look young and be 40. I don't know. But I don't think a 40-year-old mama would make this mistake in doing this for popularity. This has to be someone, is he, like I said, he's about five. Now, I could be wrong. He could be older than that. He could be younger. I don't know. But she sounds like she's 23 years old. This is, I don't know, this sounds like someone who grew up with social media. And are like, yo, this is how I can be famous. I, I don't know, man. I talked about this way too long, dog. Let's move on. Let's move on. Now, I can't let this episode finish without telling you all about the greatest, tastiest, hottest hot sauce in the hot sauce game. They chose us hot sauce. And you can take my word for it. They sent me two free bottles so I can have a little taste. It's the hottest out there. It's the hottest out there. And if you're really into spicy foods, pick up some Lechosa's hot sauce. That's L-E-C-H-O-S-A-S hot sauce. You can find their website on www.lechosa'shotsauce.com. Follow them on Instagram at Lechosa's hot sauce. Again, it's www dot lechosas hot sauce dot com pick up a bottle and let them know that podcast about nothing sent you 
right. Yeah, I was I was on that for way too long, man. Um So Takashi, apparently I think Takashi is supposed to take the stand at some point this month, I think. Um and that, and that's wild because when did who who ran to his spot? Was it the DEA or was it ATF? I can't remember who ran to the spot. But they came and picked up all those other gang members like so if you don't know who uh Teriyaki sixty nine is, okay, let me stop saying Teriyaki because if you don't know the story, you're going to actually think his name is T Bag sixty nine. So <laughs> that's funny, T Bag. Um his name is I've been saying his name wrong for so long, I don't remember. Takashi. His name is Takashi sixty nine. He's a rapper. Rainbow colored hair. Rainbow colored grill in his mouth. Tattoos all over his face. He has... Is it the It Clown tattooed on his face? No, he has Jigsaw tattooed on his face. And the number 69 tattooed all over his face. Anyway, rainbow colored hair Mexican kid. That says nigga way too much. I'm not going to lie. To be Mexican. He says nigga way too much. I don't think Mexicans should get that luxury. Because anyway. Anyway. Maybe he's not Mexican. Maybe he's Puerto Rican. I don't know. I think he's Mexican though. To be honest. But yeah. He says nigga way too much. Um, so he was doing a lot of. He was committing a lot of crimes. And this is a nice segue from the kid, little TJ and his mom, to Toriyama, to Toriyama 69. Um, So, Toyota 69 committed a lot of crimes in the name of clout and in the name of uh, furthering his rap career. He can't rap, by the way. He cannot rap. There was actually one song he made that I was like, oh, this is actually all right. Everything else, he yells on all of his songs. And I know a lot of people accuse Meek Mill and DMX of doing the same thing, whatever. Um, but they can rap. And I don't want to say DMX is like a top-tier lyricist. He's not. But he can rap. Like, DMX can rap, though. That's the thing. Anyway, so um, Teriyaki69 has committed a lot of crimes on camera in the name of clout and furthering his rap career and how the DEA and ATF and FBI and CIA works, uh, they'll let you commit numerous amount of crimes before they come knocking at your door because they want to build up a case against you. So if you just do something one time, and you just like, nah, I'm like, da, 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 all that stuff, I'm moving on, they'll probably leave you alone, like, all right, fine. But when you get to the point where you feel like you're Superman or Wonder Woman, and you get to get away with all this stuff forever, oh, no, they're coming for you. They're just waiting until you build up a case against yourself. 
And he felt like they weren't watching. They felt like, oh, man, in front of nobody but God, all that stuff. Okay. You should be afraid of the American government as well because they're going to come for you. And a lot of times you'll know they coming because things will start changing. And it's, it's always usually when after you've been doing stuff for about a year, you've been doing wrong for about a year, when you suddenly decide to stop, that's when everything caves in on you. Um, yeah, so they came and got him. They got him and his boys, and he's getting ready to snitch. Because a lot of people saying that he was about to face 47 years. Ironically enough, when he got out of prison, he would have been 69 years old, ironically enough. So he was looking at 47 years. Um, but I think they're knocking it down to two years in prison and eight years probation. And eight years on probation is an eternity. If you know how probation works, I'm not getting into that. But if you know how probation works, eight years on probation is an eternity. Um, so, yeah, he's getting ready to snitch. There's no way you're facing up to 47 years in prison, but you but you'll only have to serve two years and eight years probation, you're snitching. And everybody knows. And he's going to have to go into witness protection because they didn't arrest every gang member. I don't even know what gang he's a part of. They say it's the Bloods, but I forgot what division of Bloods it is, but it's not Pyru because gang is Pyru. Uh, I forgot what division... Is it rolling? Oh no, rolling sixties is Crips. My fault. My fault. I apologize to any Crips listening. My fault. I apologize. It's not rolling sixties. Um, I forgot what division of Bloods that is. I forgot. Anyway. Um. Anyway. Uh. Yeah. So he's saying that there's people that's gonna want to kill him, and they know that. So, in order to arrest everyone else, they need his cooperation. So, they most likely told him, all right, we'll put you on witness protection. If you're in witness protection, you have to change your identity. The tattoos are going to have to be lasered off his face. He's going to have to dye his hair back brown. And he's not going to be able to put out any more music. I'm watching the Joe Bunn podcast, and they were talking about this, and they had said that uh, Takashi will find a way to get his name back out there, but he can't. Because once you um, once you get yourself out there, the government no longer has to protect you. Because they told you to lay low. They told you to stay quiet. They told you to stay out of sight. But once you um, compromise yourself, they're going to be like, oh, so you want to die. Okay. Well, I mean, we we already got what we want from you. So if you want to endanger yourself, go right on the air, son. Go right on the air. We're not going to stop you. We're just telling you don't do it because you're under our, our protection. But once you mess that up, that's up to you after that. Um, I don't think he's going to put out any more music. I think that 
whatever the last time we heard from uh, Takashi, that's going to be the last time. I don't see him putting out any more music because people want him dead. Now, the leader of the gang that he was a part of got put. He's getting put away for fifteen years, and he got sentenced. I want to say a month ago, but he's doing fifteen. He can't. Takashi can't say anything because once his location uh, becomes known. Those 15 years, when they pass, they're coming back for him. So, you know, just lay low for the rest of his life. Go by a different name. I forgot his real name, but, yeah, he, he's not going to be able to put out music anymore. And if he does, it has to be under a whole completely different identity, but why even draw that attention to yourself? You know what I mean? So, um yeah, man, my prayers to him, prayers to both sides involved, to be honest. That's a scary situation to be in. Even if you're doing, even if you're the leader of that game doing 15 years, like, that's a tough spot to be in because it's like, though, when I get out of here, do I seek revenge and possibly land back in here again for the rest of my life after that? Or do I just let it go? You know? That's a tough situation to be in, man. And that's one thing about the prison system that I'm not going to get into. It, it doesn't reform you at all. I forgot the uh, the percentage amount of inmates that get out and go right back in within a year. I forgot the percentage, but this isn't a podcast where we give you uh, factual information. You're not getting that here. Um... But yeah, man, that's a that's a tough spot though. That really is. That's a tough spot to be in. It really is, man. That is. That's a that's a tough spot for real. And see, the leader of the game, when he he conducted like an interview since he's been locked up, and he was saying that he was never gonna fall, he was never gonna be the one that snitched. He didn't give no names up. He was just going to do his time like a man. And then when it's time for him to get out, he'll get out. And I, I guess loyalty, man, that's something that I got from that. Because he felt that Takashi was putting everybody at risk with everything, with all the antics that he was doing. Getting wrapped up in beasts. Because when you get wrapped up in beasts, where are your muscles? So we're the ones putting our lives on the line to protect our investment, which is you. Because we fronted you this money. The gang fronted you the money so that you can start rapping. And we're the ones risking our lives to protect you when you running your mouth at Chief Keith. And he told me he's trying to find you. So now I got to send guys to protect you and shoot up dudes in Chicago. We're outnumbered. We're in New York. And you and we're in Chicago, being in, we're infiltrating Chicago. We're outnumbered. So dudes just talking about loyalty, and I kind of feel like that's what friendship is. I feel like if you've been friends with someone, I've almost physically fought all of my closest friends because when you grow up together, it's just like having a brother. 
you physically fought your siblings before. Or at least gotten close to it a number amount of times. If you haven't gotten to that point with your friend, I don't think y'all really friends. To the point where it's like, yo, if you want to take it there, we can go there. You know what I'm saying? But it's also about what happens afterwards. If y'all are not cool afterwards, again, y'all not really friends. That's not family. You got to be able to be family with one another. You know what I'm saying? Like, almost to the point where I, how I treated my friends was, if we're, if we're face-to-face with some ops, right, with our opposition, if we're face-to-face with some enemies of ours, I'm never turning my back on you. I'm never going to tell you to, yo, man, just chill, dog, just relax. I'm never doing that. And one of my friends, he'll fight at the drop of a dime. He'll throw hands with a quickness. I never told him to just chill before. I never did. Because that makes it look like we're weak. That 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 looks to the other team like I, I won't have his back if things go awry. That's how it looks. I never told him to chill. If you ran up and stuck somebody, just just socked them right in the jaw, I would have took it as, okay, dude must have done something. I got his back. I don't care if it's nine dudes and just the two of us. We going down together, bro. That's just it. See you on the other side, homie. You know what I'm saying? That's just it. Because I know he'll do the same for me. No questions asked. If I ran up and just rocked one random dude in a bar, he grabbing a pool stick and he's swinging. Because he's going to be like, okay, I know Apex. He's not going to just do that unless he has a reason. And like for me, I know him well enough to be like, I know he's going to fight with a quickness. So I'm always on guard when I'm out in public with him because I don't know when things may go down. But when things go down, I'm right there with him. And then when it's all said and done and we're running from the cops, I will tell him, dog, you was bugging back there. But I'm not going to tell him that in front of everybody. Now, if it's just, if it's the boys, you know what I'm saying? If it's it's just us, the familiar, the family, the boys, the crew, the, the... you know what I'm saying? If it's just us, yeah, we can we can say that amongst one another, but not in front of ops, bro. Like you gotta treat your friends like family, and some things have to be left for behind closed doors. Cause like there's some things that my homies have done that I've talked to ex girlfriends about, but it's just something that you know what I'm saying. You laugh at later, like. Even with my boys, we'll laugh at later. But there's some things that they've done. There's some things that we've talked about that my ex-girlfriends have no idea about. That my family has no idea about. Because there's a there's a scent of loyalty there. Even with my boys now, like we don't even talk every day on a regular basis because we're almost 30. And I feel like that's just happened. But if I hit them up and like, yo, what's going on? We can always catch up, laugh on the phone. All right, bro. Next time you in town, let me know. Boom, boom, boom. All that. Like, to this day, 
they can call me up and be like, yo, Apis, I got something going down. Duh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try my hardest. I'm on the next flight out. They will forever have my undying loyalty and my love for them. Forever. That's just what it is. We've been through enough. We've seen enough. I've seen them at their lowest. They've seen me at my lowest. We've almost fought each other a few times. That's just what it is. There were times where we went days and weeks without speaking to one another because it was almost on some, if I see you, I'm knocking your face off. But we can't, but at the end of the day, if somebody needed help with something, we were right there. That's just what it was. Those my boys, those my homies. That's just it. Love them to death. And I feel like your boys aren't your boys until y'all get into some deep trouble with one another. And you got to tell one of them about themselves. And no matter how mad you may get, it, it, it always wraps back around to, I mean, damn, he was right, though. I was kind of tripping. And I got mad at you for telling me that I was tripping. When now I know I was tripping and I was tripping double hard for tripping on you for telling me I was tripping. If you ain't got friends like that, y'all not friends. You should be able to tell your your friends anything. And they should be able to tell you about yourself. And you should be able to tell them about them. If y'all if y'all don't have that type of friendship, bro, y'all not friends, bro. I don't care how long y'all have known each other. Y'all not friends. If your friends will leave you to fight, they're not your friend. Like, I've had friends who I've seen fight one-on-one, and I didn't help. That's just not where we were. It's like, dang, dog. I mean, I'm trying to coach you from the sideline, but with my close inner circle friends, oh, I don't care if it's one-on-one. We jumping this dude. We jumping. We jumping you. I We are jumping you. I don't care if it's one-on-one. We jumping you. I need to ensure that my friend wins. We're jumping you. Because I guarantee you, if my brothers were fighting one-on-one with somebody, we're jumping you. I need to ensure that my brother wins. We're jumping you. It's the same thing with my inner circle of friends. We will jump you. And I think we all have we all have that unspoken agreement with one another that even if it's one-on-one, we're jumping you. Unless my homie is just stomping you out, then it's like, all right, bro, get off of him. It's, you got him. Like, you know what I'm saying? You got him. But if they if they fighting and they tussling back and forth, I'm jumping in. I'm jumping in. You can call me so you can call us soft, you can call us weak all you want. You ain't gonna say it to our face, because we're gonna chomp you. I guarantee that. We jump you. There's just that inner circle of friends who we've seen the depths of hell with one another. Like we've had cops running our hotel rooms and all that stuff together. Like we've been through it. We've seen it. We've heard gunshots together. We've been through it. We've seen things and we've been through things together. There's no, there's no dodging it. But then I have those outer circle of friends who, if they find one-on-one and they lose, I'm going to help you up. <laughs> like, like, damn, dog, you almost had them. You should have you weaved, but instead you bobbed. You know what I'm saying? You got to come across with your right next time. I'm going to help you up. I ain't going to help you jump nobody, though. We're not there. We're not there. 
And you don't know your relationship is not there until you're in that predicament. Sad to say. But that's just what it is. That's just how it goes. You know what I'm saying? You figure it out. You'll be all right. Um, I think that's enough, man. I I can't. I talked about that obese kid for way too long. This has been an episode of podcast about nothing. I've been your host, Apex. Until the next time, mind your business, count your blessings. Don't be bitter. Be better. Peace.